Welcome to the Gospel Everyday Podcast, following along with Mariner's Church Annual Read. There is unlimited grace for us today, no matter what happens because of who Jesus is and what he has done. This year, we're journeying together through the book of Proverbs in the pursuit of wisdom. So glad you're tuning in. I'm Steve Bingley, your host. On today's episode, we will continue our discussion on temptation. You know, if you're just hopping on and joining us, we we clarified a few things yesterday. Number one, you know, experiencing temptation is not a sin. Remember, Jesus was tempted but but was without sin. Uh, It is a sin, however, to act upon our temptations, but to feel temptation is to merely be a human living in a fallen world. Secondly, God desires that we resist and fight our temptation rather than give into our temptations. And this isn't just because it's, you know, the right thing to do. No, it's because God is after our greatest joy and satisfaction. Thirdly, all of our temptations look very different. What might be a temptation for you may not be a temptation for me. It is very different and customized. Fourthly, Giving into temptation is actually to our own detriment and harm. It actually does not lead us to joy. And so uh, we talked about um, one of these big detriments, which is really that in the previous episode that when we give into temptations, it divides our lives, right? We're caught between the public life of following Jesus, uh, where we're going to church and doing all the right things externally, But then on the other side, in another corner of our lives, there is a a private life of pursuing our temptation. And so rather than living out of a beautiful, holistic, you know, uh, life of following Jesus, believing the gospel, being melted by his grace every day over time, uh, we become further, more and more divided. And this can even lead to us using one aspect of our divided life against the other to fuel the other, where we use our public worship life to justify our private life of temptation. And then we go back, um, you know, we make ourselves right again, or we try to make ourselves right again by pursuing that public life. And it, it, we almost engage in an unhealthy personal spiritual negotiation. Well, today uh, we're going to talk about another danger of temptation. Which, by the way, if I could just pause here for a moment, I realize this, this sounds heavy, uh, it sounds deep, but I love the scriptures. I love the Proverbs because God has a way of bringing out the surgeon's um, a knife uh, and to cut us open gently with some anesthesia, not to hurt us, but to help us. And this is why I love God's word. And so I realize even now as we talk about another danger of temptation, it might feel a little uncomfortable, but... It is good for our souls. And here is the second danger of temptation, which is not only does temptation create a division in our lives, but it actually makes us short-sighted. In other words, temptation makes us lose sight of the long-term consequences of our sin, and it actually only causes us to focus on immediate gratification. You know, it kind of makes me think about a few days ago when, you know, I had put my kids to bed and it was just exhausting because there's four of them and this bag of popcorn, just it just kept calling my name. I mean, it just kept calling my name. You know, I, I closed the pantry door, I locked it, uh, put bolts on it, but it just kept calling my name and it said, oh, you know what? You deserve it. You, you've been working hard. You're trying to be a good dad and a good husband and you're just, come on, you you deserve this moment. So... 
in my weakness, I I, I just I, I tasted one 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 popcorn and, and just just the buttery flip. Uh, you, you know, now you want one, don't you? As you're listening, you're probably pulling over if you're driving right now to a Seven Eleven and buy some popcorn. Now, I, here's what what I just want an honest confession. I I had the whole thing. I I ate the entire bag of popcorn. It was so delicious. Uh, so good as I was eating it. Um, and then the next morning when I woke up, I felt terrible. I probably shouldn't have had a gigantic bag of popcorn at 10 p.m. at night. And, um, you know, I looked in the mirror and I, I looked like a piece of popcorn. Like I, I, I was like, I'm an exploded kernel of saturated fats right now, right? And, and to be honest, even today, after a few days being removed, I still feel a little off, right? And that, that's, that's temptation, isn't it? It doesn't show the morning after. It doesn't show the few days or weeks or months, years or decades after. It only invites us and shows the immediate gratification and pleasure right then and there. Notice how it's dramatically demonstrated in our passage today, right? Proverbs uh, 7, 15 to 18, it reads in this way. This is, again, in the context of adultery. Uh, The woman says, so I came out to meet you, to search for you, and I found you. I've spread uh, coverings on my bed, richly colored linen from Egypt. I've perfumed my bed with myrrh, aloes, and cinnamon. Come, let's drink deeply of lovemaking until morning. Let's feast on each other's love. You know, do you notice the short-sighted nature of these verses? It does not talk about uh, her husband who's going to come back home from the journey. It doesn't talk about, you know, hey, but here's what could happen in your life. No, all of it is cropped out. The only thing, the only thing that you see is really the short-sightedness of, you know, let's drink deeply of lovemaking until morning. Right now, let's feast on each other's love. It's a short-sightedness. The the most long-term that you see is just the early morning. That is it. And so the invitation to adultery or any temptation, any sin is so short-sighted. Tim and Kathy Keller, they put it this way in their devotional. They say, temptation has stages. First comes rationalization. Second, we believe in overpromise. Right? Isn't that the mark of short-sightedness? You rationalize the sin in the here and now. And then you buy into the overpromise of that sin that it's going to comfort you and bring happiness and it's going to complete me. See, if we had a long-term view of sin, we would see how unrational it really is and that it always under-delivers. You know, just a couple of examples. I think about, you know, the teenager that, you know, decides to have sex with one's boyfriend or girlfriend and in the short-sightedness, it's, you know, I love this person, right? Um, the overpromise says this is going to make me happy. Often in the long run, there is regret. You know, I think about um, the college student who is slacking off like crazy, right? In the short run, the rationalization says there's always time to catch up on my studies. And besides, today is just such a nice day to relax. But in the long run, there is regret. You can say the same thing about the adulterer or the person that gossips too much or, or the person who tries to control every little detail of their lives. Temptation makes us short-sighted and it and it hurts. So I want to ask you a couple of questions. Where is the temptation raging in your life these days? Where is that place? Where is that pressure point where the invitation of God to pursue holiness and joy and the invitation of the flesh and the gratification in the here and now, where is that colliding? Would you give consideration to the long-term view 
and in fact, in the, even in this moment, I, w- I want to you to envision a better future, a, a future with hope and, and freedom and less regret, a future where you see the fruit of trusting in God's timing and how great it is. Doesn't, doesn't that sound beautiful? We see this with Jesus, don't we? I mean, he was tempted to possess all authority over the kingdoms while he was in his earthly ministry. I mean, after all, he was going to receive all the authority of the kingdoms anyways. And so Satan tempts him to short circuit that process, right? To not go to the cross. Instead, he says, hey, simply bow down to me and I'll give you all the kingdoms of the world. Jesus did not. He got the gift of God. He got it according to the timing of God in God's way. And that was so much better. It is better when we see not just short-term, but long-term. Father, would you help us to fight against our temptation, to have a long view and not a short-term view? Strengthen us to have this view in Jesus' name. Amen. Thanks so much for allowing us to be a part of your day. Please be sure to subscribe and share. You can tune in tomorrow for fresh new content. And remember, no matter what happens, there is unlimited grace for us today because of who Jesus is and what he has done. For questions about service times and more, you can access all information about Mariner's Church by downloading the Mariner's app at your favorite app store, visiting the website at marinerschurch.org, or by finding us on Instagram, Instagram handle Mariner's Church. Till next time, have a great day.